depression is a motherfucker and you have options. If you or someone you know is dealing with mental health issues, please contact the National Alliance on Mental Illness, otherwise known as NAMI, at their national hotline, 1-800-950-NAMI. That's 1-800-950-6264. This is a free nationwide peer support service that will help you find any resources in your area for you or your loved ones who might be struggling with mental health. This is Doug Porter from the Ectopod in Nowhere, California podcast. You are not alone. You are never alone. You are now entering Nowhere, California. If you love what you hear, you can find this on your favorite podcast search engines and subscribe. And also, if you don't mind, leave us a like or a review. And if hearing us is not enough, you can always get your Nowhere, California fix by going to NowhereCalifornia.com. And you can send your thoughts, ideas, or some random bullshit to our email, which is Nowhere underscore California at Yahoo.com. Don't forget, we are Nowhere California. Ideas from everywhere, voices from nowhere, since 2011. This is Josh. Wait, oh, who am I again? Check your underwear. Hi, everybody, this is Calvin Klein. Thanks, Marty. <laughs> and this is Nowhere California. Yeah, you know, I, 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 like, I, I like changing it up after I've noticed that the intros kind of went repetitive, not repetitively, but, you know, very much followed a structure. Yeah, we have a structure towards it, and it kind of, it's good to mix it up a little bit. I was like, hey, I'm just going to fuck things up. (laughs) Yeah, well, I don't know if you remember this, back in the day when it was just still me and Phil, Mm -hmm. where just, I don't know where the hell it came from, I was like, this is Phil, and Phil just kind of paused for a moment and was like, fuck it, I'll roll with it. And this is Josh. (laughs) Your Looney Tunes, though. Yeah. And there's nowhere in California, so it's, it's good to add a little mix to the Yeah, it's always, good, flavor. To, it's always good to spice things up. Yeah, and with it being close to the end of the year, I think it's a little bit of a house cleaning situation. Yeah, we've got a few things we got to dust off. There's a main topic that it's sort, Just, of, that, sort of fun to say it's being dusted off. Well, we do live in the desert, so yeah, dust, I mean, dust, dust can happen very fast. <laughs> because I was about to say... The main topic just happened. <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 been dusty. It, the the subject of the to- the topic, yes. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was like, where the fuck are you going with the dust? Yeah, the dust. It's just it's everywhere. It, well, so, desert. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's it's very much time to kind of clear off the cobwebs for a second and kind of give you guys a, an idea of where we're going for the rest of the year. Yeah, one of those uh, cobweb situations, dusty little situations, is our coverage from the Ontario Comic Con Revolution. Yeah, you know, you you just you and you know um, had gone to the LA Comic Con this last month, and you got all your all your great content, and yeah. you know we're looking forward to hearing that from you. But the the more content you get now, the more those skeletons in your closet with Ontario want to start strangling you. Yeah, so that's the thing. Like initially, the goal was to have November completely be the con coverage and everything like yeah. that. But since someone works retail. He raised my hand. Yeah. November from, is going to get sketchy very well, fucking fast. it's not even November, fast. but for retail, man, it's like the last two weeks of November, all of December, and the first three days of January is like, fuck. Yeah. Like, I'm still going to be editing everything because that's that's my namaste. That's my, my zen. That's your mantra. Yeah. It was like, fuck you. I'm putting them on my headphones and... Well, it's your release. Yeah, exactly. It's your center world. Yeah, so the content from the cons from... Uh, Ontario Comic Con Revolution with our crossing paths with Steve J. Palmer and mm-hmm. our interviews with the Pro Noir creator, voice talents, and all that fun stuff is coming. And then also, too, our great coverage from the Los Angeles Comic Con and stories from Los Angeles yeah, Comic Con. Yeah, it's. Because there's a big one. I'm going to hold till the. 
actual postcon episode. There was a bucket list item that got achieved, people. And I'm not talking just like the the catchy phrase of, oh, that's on my bucket list. No, this was on my fucking bucket list. This is like a legit, like, if Josh had cancer, this is something we would have requested. Yeah, I I wondered if I was in a -a make-a-wish kind of situation with this, but more on that later. Yeah, I found out you were dying and completely set up for you, but you don't know you were dying. Yeah. So, you're welcome. You you, you crossed paths with my... um, uh, health records and everything, but in the next coming weeks and everything, you're going to get a lot of con coverage, uh, great interviews, posts on the uh, NoahCalifornia.com, which... Yeah, speaking of dusting stuff off. Yeah, yeah I know. Uh, as the new year progresses and everything, and probably within the first couple weeks of the new year, we're probably going to have another nice little house clean episode to kind of reveal our ideas and concepts that we are going to hopefully unfold in the upcoming year. Yeah, what I like to call those when we when we present the ideas and the concepts of the future is the Please don't hate us. What? <laughs> Please don't hate us. Yeah. <laughs> I call it the state of the union. Yeah. You know, the state of nowhere. Yeah, state of nowhere. You know, and so we you know we're going to we have some ideas brewing. You and I have been talking periodically um, about some getting ideas. more structure figured out on postings and stuff like that, it, where it's not like feeling like we're at gunpoint on it, where it's actually like, no, I fucking love what I'm doing here. Yeah, it's 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 the idea that we have so much avenue with everything, and we're not really walking down any particular path, and so we want to really kind of maximize the track and field aspect of the show and hit all of those. Those resources. See, exactly. Like, this year was a great building year for us when it came to getting episodes scheduled and figured out and utilized. Yeah. And, and that's going to continue for the new year. Yeah, and the and something we were trying to achieve this year that, that happened at times but didn't happen at times, we wanted to try to bring you more timely episodes. Things that are kind of more in the the the... I guess the spider web situation of time, something that's <laughs> happening right now. Since we never really discussed the whole Spider-Man situation yeah, when that, it was going that on. Just, that just happened and then left. Yeah, um, kicking myself in the teen on well, that I one. Well, I think what would be good, I think when we could discuss that again is when the next movie gets yeah. announced. But also, too, we do have a year wrap-up on the movies, too. Right. So we'll, we'll, we'll be hitting that momentarily. So I, I, I really think... Um, because this episode is going to be a little timely, as you guys will hear by the main topic. Um, and then next year, we're really going to try to get into the kind of the South Park model, where we're 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 doing our content based kind of around what's happening in the world. Yeah, we'll still have some bank stuff just to have it ready to roll. But when stuff breaks, that's what we're going to do. And then also to something that we're able to pull off this year. Now, I've honestly, it's been just in my brain for a while, just because. It's uh, a concern and an issue that a lot of us have been delving into and actually coming forward with, like, you know what, fuck it, this is this is part of who I am and everything, mm-hmm. and it needs to be discussed is the whole world of mental health. As you can tell from the beginning of this episode where you heard Doug uh, give out some information about mental health awareness, and then the past few episodes you've been hearing from my lovely dulcet tones talking about if you need some help, where to go. Yeah, and it, I mean, and I don't necessarily want to spend too much time on this topic because it can get kind of wax poetical a little bit. Um, but, and I want to keep it a little tight, is we're going to bring awareness to you guys. We're going to do a whole episode dedicated to all this. But it's it's definitely one of those things that being that, you know, some of us are involved in mental health either through a loved one or through ourselves, you know, we want to take the opportunity to kind of, share stories with you guys so you know we can 
help you. Yeah. You know, if you're going through something or you know somebody's going through something, you know, it's it's one of those if you see something, say something situations. Exactly. And since there's still such kind of a it's not a strong stigma anymore, luckily. It's more of a confused yeah, stigma. Yeah. I think people just don't understand it. It's not that they're against it, they just don't understand it. Well, like you were talking about a little bit earlier too, uh money kind of not really like going like you need to keep your mouth shut, but kind of was telling you like you're a little open about your right. deals. Yeah. Yeah, but I, it's it's kind of that situation where it's honestly no, it it's not being too open. It's just at least letting the world know like no, this is me. Well, I, I you know to boil it down to a point, you know those who you know the only way you can learn is by experience or by by learning, and the best way to learn about mental health is to discuss it with somebody who has it. Yeah, you know so so and that's I'm something very, we've really thrown out here like you're. You wear it on your sleeve, probably. Oh, God, yeah. And more and more, there's been certain aspects where I've been able to talk about my ups and downs and the past uh, causes yeah. and everything, too. And so we're definitely going to take the opportunity to use this this platform and this, you know, and this mountaintop we've created ourselves to start, you know, screaming things off the top of our lungs. Yeah. You know, we're going to take the opportunity to throw out resources, you know... Uh, give people a soapbox. Yeah, too, you know, be- and to help. Yeah. You know, and, you know, if if we can even reach just one person, then we achieve something that, you know, helped and makes us better. Well, you've talked in the past about how we're horrible with segues. You just did a good one. <sighs> I know, I felt it. I, it tingled in my bosom. Nice, because we, we heard from somebody. We actually got mail. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I, <laughs> You're I, like, what the fuck are I, you talking about? I didn't know where you were going <laughs> Is with this. Is this junk mail? <laughs> what happened was you gave me a little positive reinforcement, and so, like, that, and being that I am who I am. Oh, we take I, it like a Twinkie, I, I with, like, get, a fat yeah. into a Twinkie. Someone gives me positive reinforcement, I'm like, really? <laughs> I did good. You, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> but um, since we've been doing the those bumpers and everything, we're basically saying... Honestly, mental health and depression's a motherfucker. Yeah, shit sucks. Yeah, you know? uh, we heard back from somebody that I actually crossed paths with um, before I went to London. Uh, I carved out a little bit of time from my important packing, which I should have been packing, but yeah, yeah, I was leaving in a matter of hours to go see Stan and Ollie, the Stan Laurel and Oliver Hardy mm-hmm. movie in theaters because I've been dying to fucking see that movie. Yeah. Got to see it and on my way out since there was only me and like two other people in the theaters, I decided to chat them up just because I was like, it's me. I don't yeah. know why. <laughs> it is really weird. It's me doing this too. Yeah. And I started talking to them and I talked about the movie and everything and throughout my usual, hey, I podcast and everything. And this is a time I didn't have any cards. Woo. So they remembered me just from talking alone. I know you say it's, well, it's that beautiful little face of yours. Oh, thank You're you. You're so, so memorable. Positive reinforcement. Because positive <laughs> we're just re- like, hey, everybody, we're just going to say nice shit. It's a mutual oral suck fest. Yeah, pretty much. And not oral in the, the oral way. Yeah, it's more of like the oral report kind of way, not in the oral <laughs> gagging Anyways. <laughs> I, I, I talked to them a little bit about the podcast and everything, and... Recently, we posted our uh, Fight Club commentary episode. And yes, that was a fun episode. And we, we, we got mail. I know. And it was from one of them. <laughs> uh, the gentleman's name is Jason Hudson, and he discussed how we, me and him talked with his girlfriend after 
the movie and talked about the podcast and everything. And the opening bumper, the depression is motherfucker thing. Yeah. Hit a chord with him. Yeah. And he wanted to let me know about his spoken word, his uh, performance art, uh, poetry and everything that delves in anxiety, depression, and just uh, doubt and everything. So as the year progresses and everything, we will be discussing more about mental health and everything Mm -hmm. like that. But also, too, with, like, this outreach from him, we're going to touch base with him. We're going to get him him in here behind a mic, hopefully, and just discuss this world with him. Yeah, because, I mean, what, I mean... What a better way to promote something that is sound based than on something that is sound based? Yeah. You know, it's it, it, it you know, and it's going to be a great platform, you know, because at the end of the day, we're all just trying to help each other and help people. Exactly, and for in the meantime, you can help him out by checking out his work because it's some awesome work. Yeah. go to jasonhudson.bandcamp.com. That is J A S O N H U T S O N dot bandcamp dot com. Check out some of his work and. Enjoy. Yeah, check it out, and then, you know, keep your eyes peeled for his episode next year. Okay, so I, I, you, you, how, how built, built up are you right now? Well, I mean, you saw how excited I got off positive reinforcement, right? Yeah. I, I need a new chair. <laughs> yeah, we need new carpet. Yeah. yeah, and that's why you're wearing your white pants. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, when we were talking about dusting things off and, and then using a platform to help people... You know, it was, it's, that was all little kind of, you know, nice little hints to what our main topic is about. Um, I'm just going to say it. I'm not even yeah. going to try to bury it. it. Fucking My Chemical Romance is back, everybody. Uh, I don't think they need our help, though. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it. Who cares? Yeah. I just want to talk about it. This might help me. This is an ecto extra for My Chemical Romance. <laughs> I just want to talk about My Chemical Romance. That's all it is. Hey, or it's like, if this can be pretended to be help and they, if they want to go like, hey, Doug, you helped us out. Let's <laughs> let, 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 let's play. If I got positive reinforcement from Gerard Way, like, I would, my my emo, I would get so emo I'd fall apart. You, you would need your front of your pants to be white and the back of your pants to be brown. I would just, <laughs> I would just need like a whole entire like bubble wrap, you know, of things. But this has been brewing for quite a while. It's it's one of those things that it's always been a rumor. Yeah, you know. It's, well, that's it's, the same thing with every band that kind of parts ways for any period of time. Yeah, I'm still fingers crossed for a White Stripes reunion. Never going to happen, probably. Yeah. But you know, it's 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 always been a rumor because of the fact that they just went off on a high note. You yeah. know, they it wasn't the usual band breakup of fuck you, fuck you, fuck yeah, you. everybody hates each other. We've replaced three of the four members, and now mm-hmm. the band falls apart. You know, they had only kind of removed one member um, and moved on without them, and then it was the four. It was the four of them: Ray, Frank, Mikey, and Gerard, and they were such like a tight knit little family that for them to turn around and say, "Hey, we're done." You know, it was very kind of shocking, you know, yeah. and very, very, very strange. And then, you know, it's been rumor cycling ever since the breakup that, you know, there'll be a reunion, they'll get back together. Well, and at times, they've said straight out, no, like, we're not getting back together. Like, Frank has said multiple times, that door is shut. You know, there's this whole kind of theory with Smashing Pumpkins and My Chemical Romance. Yeah, and- it was well, a nostalgia factor. Even with My Chemical Romance only being in the early thousands, they came. They the band formed in 2001. Their demos were in 2002. Or uh, so basically, the early 2002 yeah. 2000s, they became all the way to the mainstream. 2000, all the way to the end of 2012. Yeah, and, and they they unfortunately, the- now it's we're getting into 2020. Yeah, <laughs> they were the big, in my opinion. 
they were the biggest mainstream rock band of oh, yeah. 2006 Easily. and 2010. Yeah, the first album was called... The very first album was called I Brought You Bullets, You Brought Me Love. Yeah, and that brought them on the scene, but then... Uh, you Three bring Cheers in a, for Sweet Revenge was the one that put them on the map. Yeah, and then you bring in Black Parade, which exploded their yeah. scene. Yeah. And, and that's very, what kind of brought me into their world. I own that one, and then also, too, I received the live album... Live on the murder scene? Yeah, from the Dearly Departed X-23.9, and they're still here, but they don't matter. They're pop now. Yeah. So yeah, but a great so, freaking live album and everything. Well, and and the and the thing is, is My Chemical Romance has has always put on their they are storytellers, you yeah. know. Oh and, god. And so every album is a concept. Every album tells a story. Every music video tells a story. Every show they play is very over the top and very. It's not just you know. It's not like Motley Crue where everybody just stands there, you know, and not knocking Motley Crue, but you know, it's they just stand there. Well, yeah, you know, and but Mike Romance, you know, Frank goes absolutely fucking nuts on stage. Gerard goes nuts on stage, you know, and well, it's, look at the world that Gerard Way has been in since the band had parted ways. He's in a comic book world, yeah. a story world. Yeah. So so. They the the other rumor with them getting back together was their last album. You know the 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 Danger Days album. The entire concept was wrapped around a timeline of 2019, and that's the year we're in right now. So it was like, oh, they'll come back because of Danger Days. Where you were getting so far into the end of the year that people were just like, well, it doesn't look like it's gonna yeah. fucking happen. Forgetting that there's still two months left of the year, and one of the most monumental holidays for the outcasts and the storytellers and the artistic people of the world being Halloween was still on the horizon. I was thinking Thanksgiving. Yeah, we just <laughs> like to get fly, you know, just dress fly and hang out in the kitchen. Yes. Um, you know, Halloween was coming up, and sure enough, you know, the rumor was trickling that day. And they start teasing stuff, and then by the end of the day, which was which is what I was I was talking I was talking to somebody else about was they didn't stretch this tease out for days. Or yeah, weeks. it was kind of a it like you all of a sudden were like, uh, it's happening. Yeah, it was like the morning they did shit, and by the afternoon they announced it. They announced the reunion and they announced the reunion show. Yeah, you know, and with tickets going on sale the very next day, November first at ten a or eleven a.m. or oh, sorry, twelve p.m. Tickets were on sale. Yeah, sold out in twelve minutes. Yeah, you were um, lucky enough to get your hands on I one. I was, I was lucky enough to get my hands on one. Um, Look we, for those pictures in that report to come soon. Exactly. Uh, we had just put our uh, the show, not the ticket. Right. Yeah, that's <laughs> just a little screen cap. Um, but yeah, all of a sudden it was just like one morning we woke up and there was no My Chemical Romance, and by the time we all went to bed, there was My Chemical Romance. Yeah. You know, and, and the just, memes. You know, <laughs> and we're recording this show. This particular episode is being recorded on November fourth, just so that way we have a timeline because stuff is trickling in every day. Um, as we get closer to the show. But I wanted you guys to know kind of the timeline we are at when we're recording this. So if news breaks before we release this episode, you'll you'll know why we didn't talk about it. It's because we're recording this on November 4th. And if anything does break after we record it, it may show up on the site. Oh, well, there is going to be a full write-up on the site. I do intend on doing that, but I didn't want to do a write-up on the site until more stuff was brought. Yeah. Because right now, it's just reunion show. And, and all rumors. And, and all rumors. The rest. I wanted some more definitive facts to come in before I dedicated... You know, a piece to it. So, as it stands right now, the only thing we do know is they are playing a reunion show December 20th at the Shrine Auditorium in downtown Los Angeles. Tickets are sold out. That's pretty much all we know legitimately at this point. There's a lot of rumor and hearsay and things that are going on. 
and teases and things like that. Um, but as of right now, November 4th, we just know about the show. The caveat to that being is we don't know if they're back together for a th- like for just the show. We don't know if they're going to do a tour. We I think it's gonna- more like in the vein of like a boxer or a wrestler or something like that. Just seeing checking the ring rust. Yeah, I think it's more they're going to do the show and see if if it's fun. Yeah, and the 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 idea that they might do a tour is kind of starting to kind of volition a little bit because um, a band that is kind of the new modern-day Mike and Mocha Romance called Palais Royal. Yeah. Um, it's getting kind of teased that they might be involved in Mike Chemical Romance in a way. So people are speculating that it's going to be a Palais Royal Mike Chemical Romance tour. That'd be cool. Um, the other thing that's kind of getting sort of hinted at and kind of has some fact behind it is someone went into the HTML coding of the actual MyChemicalRomance.com yeah. website. You can do that. You can look at any HTML code of any website. You just go to Web Inspect on, on your browser. HTML code is available right there. Um, you can't edit it in any way. You yeah, but you're able it. to at least look through it because I, there, just the, people it. drop Easter eggs sometimes yeah. in that world. There is a part of the website in the album section referencing an album called Merlin. Yeah. There has never been a My Chemical Romance album named Merlin. Last year, or earlier this year, Gerard was talking about his interest in magic and with Lord of the Rings and yeah. Magic of the Gallery and all of these things about wizardry and spells and things like that. He was talking about that. Um, and then Mikey, his brother, today just posted an image of Gandalf from the 1979 animated Lord of the Rings. Which has an anniversary coming up this month. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's one of those things that, like, we don't know yet, but if you had to bet on it, you might as well bet on black. You know, yeah. it's 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 gonna happen. Um, and that's the fun part of fandom. Like, there's 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 that fine line when it comes to theories and everything, where you're the crazy person in your basement with tinfoil on your head, yeah, tr- figuring out who shot first, yeah. But then there's this stuff where it's like, ooh, yeah. Are you and are you mulling it over in your head while you're sitting in traffic about how fun it would be if this happens, or are you doing the whole entire crazy? It's always sunny in Philadelphia with the red string and the map. Yeah. Or you know what are you doing and how you handle this information really kind of defines how you're gonna embrace this reunion. Yeah. You know, and I'm I am always an advocate for no preconceived notions. Do not go into things with preconceived notions because if they don't happen then you're the way you thought, then you're going to have trouble. I, at this point, am only subscribing to the fact that it is a reunion show. I'm not banking on a tour. I'm not banking on an album. I'm speculating and having fun on whether or not those things will happen. And I will talk to anybody right now who wants to talk about My Chemical Romance. Hint this episode. Yes. So, so <laughs> it's... It, now... The thing we have to consider with all this is all of these guys are involved in so many other projects. There is a timeline to their lives now, especially Gerard. Being involved in Doom Patrol, being involved in Umbrella Academy, the comic, and the TV show, he can't go and do an 18-month tour. But with the factor of doing the reunion show right now and then kind of testing waters to see how that show is received and everything... Spring will be here very quickly, yeah. and then we get the festival season, where we get Coachella. Which is actually something I was going to bring up, because yeah. with festival. Yeah. Download Festival in the UK, uh, yeah. rumored to be, they're rumored to be headlining the Download Festival, which supposedly is supposed to be announced on Wednesday, November 6th, that they're doing the Download Festival. And then the rumor of the Palais Royal Tour is September of next year, yeah. when they'll go out. And that's, that's a perfect timeline, too, because yeah. they can hit more festivals, they can hit freaking... They can do their album. 
they can hit Coachella, they can do their album if they yeah. decide to do it, or just do a couple of new songs. Yeah. And because we do live in that world where an actual album doesn't really matter yeah. anymore. I mean, that's, I mean, it, you just put songs out as you make them. You, yeah. put, them out, you put them out as, as singles. That's the reason uh, Weird Al, with his last album, The Mandatory Fun, that yeah. was his final album because the way he works... He electronically yeah yeah electronically singles work yeah and that's the thing the with their scheduling and everything gerard might be like well let's do two songs today and then get them out and then a couple months later oh yeah. let's do another well couple. it also helps that they're all based in la now yeah so you just you know you find you a take, studio space you and do a studio it. space they all drive there in the morning they all drive home at night it's very easy hell the world of telecommunications that we're in now they don't really have to leave each other's houses yeah they all skype in and, and yeah. you know and, and because they worked with each other so well and there wasn't any negativity towards the end nope. or anything you'd be like they okay burn out it's like oh drawer just sent me the his audio for the lyrics on this thing so i'm gonna do the drums now yeah and then i'll send this to freddie and yeah, you just do it. You know, it's and and so I remember names. Yeah, see, <laughs> it's it's the it's. I was talking to my wife about it today as we were driving up to my parents' house. I said, "Look, would I love a new album? Of course. Would I love constant touring? Of course. But I would be totally okay if things were spaced out. Like we have the reunion show, and then we get an album, and then there's not a tour until late next year, and then they do that tour. They take some time off." Take a year, do another album, take another six months, do another tour. If things oh. were spaced out to work around the schedule, I would not care. I would rather have them working on their own schedule and be around for another ten years than burning themselves out doing everything they can in three years. Let me throw out something to you and see if, like, how are you with, like, the albums, like, actual vinyl albums? Would you buy? Absolutely. There, I, I... I have vinyl albums that I would like to buy, I w- especially of complete discographies. Yeah. I want to buy the complete discography of Birthday Massacre. I want to buy the complete discography of My Chemical Romance. I want to buy my wife the complete discography of Black Veil by its Andy Black. And I want to buy 30 Seconds Smarts' first two albums on vinyl. Those are the collections that I want. But those albums now are like $50, $60, $70, especially if you get the Record Store Day exclusive or the exclusive or the exclusive 6-inch vinyl. You well, know, that's the thing I was going to throw out there is that there's a, like, Target has special edition albums that they mm-hmm. get released. Like, Evanescence had this really cool blue one. Yeah. Taylor Swift has, like, a pink and blue one coming out soon of her newest album. Yeah. And with the idea of My Chemical Romance <laughs> getting back together and everything, having reissues of those with maybe new tracks too yeah or even hidden tracks yeah like say they do the let's say uh black parade yeah. release but not advertised on there are hidden tracks yeah it would be it would be great and you know and i i want to like i am a collector by nature Absolutely a collector by nature. It started when I was a kid. It started with collecting stickers, then moved into action figures, trading cards, comic books. You know, now as an adult, you know, I try to collect things too. I want to collect, I want to get a My Chemical Romance collection together. I've wanted to for years. The thing is, is My Chemical Romance collectibles are so valuable because of the fact that they were gone for seven years. And and their fan base is huge huge fan base you know so some of their collectibles like their exclusive you know album packaging or their action figures and things like that you're looking at anywhere between 200 300 400 500 dollars you know and it's one of those things that when i get rich or get comfortable at least yeah i'll start making investments in that but for me what happened was with this show it was 150 dollars ticket that's a lot of money 
that is a very much a lot of money, especially for somebody like myself who lives paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. Um, but my wife and I, over the last couple of months, have have earn some opportunities to get a little bit of extra cash flow into the house for a little bit. And so we had a bit of a, sa- a, a setting, a saving set aside. They announced this and tickets were going on sale November first. I told my wife, I was like, look, like this show is happening. And she goes, I don't like the idea of you spending the money. Cause I always want to have the money there. She goes, but I can't tell you no about seeing my chemical romance live for the first time. Cause I never got to see them while they were <laughs> touring Yeah, the entire Almost the entirety of their career, I was in a I was in a crazy ass marriage that I wasn't allowed to do anything I wanted. I wasn't allowed to be who I wanted to be, you know. So I never saw them then. And by the time I got divorced and, and everything else, and I found myself an opportunity to go see them, they broke up. So I never got the opportunity to see them. So for for the opportunity to see them live for their first reunion show in L.A. seven years, I might, I couldn't pass that up, you know. So I, I waited for the ticket and it loaded and I bought it. Sold out in 12 minutes. But now tickets on, on the ticket seller's third-party service that they privately own, yeah. tickets are going anywhere. They'll fluctuate throughout the day, but they'll go from 900 to 2700 And that's, to- that's the messed up side of all that. And I There's a supply and demand economic but model. But that's like the reason why Ticketmaster became not Ticketmaster anymore. Because yeah. so many artists and events and groups are just like, no, you're fucking over people here. Yeah, scalpers scalpers are really starting to go by the wayside. Which is good, but also to the corporate scalpers is even worse. Oh yeah, the companies that open up their own third party site. Like, um, I didn't. I wasn't going to say a ticket company name. Um, AXS was what? the one who was putting. <laughs> like they're listening. <laughs> yeah. So Fuck AX, you. AXS was the one producing out the the tickets. So November first, twelve p.m. Tickets went on sale. You know they sold out in twelve minutes, and then. Premium opened up, and what it turned out to be was AXS kept a certain amount of tickets back. And that's not right. Yeah, and now they're just going for this point of demand model. You know, people are dropping thousands, a couple thousand dollars. And the other thing is, too, is when they went on sale for general admission, it was up to two tickets only. That was it. Tickets are non-transferable, blah, 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 blah. But you could buy one. Yeah. Which I did. I bought one. I, I We couldn't afford for my wife to go, and I'm so desperate to see them. I'm going to go by myself. Now, on the premium tickets, you have to buy two. So not only are you having to spend almost $2,000 on a ticket, you have to buy two of them. And that makes no sense. Like, as we're talking about saying fuck them and everything, you're going to get an email saying, like, oh, your ticket's gone now. (laughs) We we, we listened. Fuck you. Fuck you, fuck you. (laughs) You know what's really great, though? There are more than one Doug Porters in uh, in the world. So good luck finding me. But that that structure and everything, too, just such a detriment to true fans that... Oh, no, if you're freaking rich or well-off or to that point where you're like, no, this may be my only chance. I'm going to fucking do this. Put your life savings out there. And you know, and it shouldn't be that way. Like we that. talked about this in the past with uh, the Sergeant Slaughter meet and greet. That yeah. it, where the VIPs, the people that are pointing up more money, are getting these car blanche treatments. Yes, they deserve it yeah. for doing that. But the general mission, the... The general fans the of the fandom is getting screwed over. Like, I remember in some of the Robin Williams documentaries that I got with the Comic Genius box set. Yeah, uh, his direct one of his directors that did a lot of his specials. They made it a point to make sure the front row was free. Yeah, like nobody got those seats. They would even lie to the the, the venue. venue, saying like, "Oh, we need to make sure we got this ready for like." 
cameras and everything. And then they purposely go to the nosebleeds and go, okay, you're moving down here, you're moving down well, here. Well, Billy Joel does the same thing. Yeah, to make sure yeah. it's true fans up well, there. Well, and, and I know I know this situation with this AXS premium was 100% out of control of the band. Yeah. There was no oh, way. And that's, and that's a key thing, too. I think it was Pearl Jam that was the first band to really go against Ticketmaster and go, fuck you guys, you're screwing over people way too much. Yeah. So it's it's out of control of the band, but unfortunately the band is having to wear. They have wear. to do what they have to do. Yeah, you know. So now the other really cool thing that happened on October thirty first that I didn't mention when I was talking about the teasing. It was Halloween. Well, it was Halloween, <laughs> which was awesome. Um, Hot Topic did a secret reveal. So oh. going in. So oh, was this the thing you were telling me about that you were keeping under wraps until now? No. Well, was it? I don't know. We're old. Was, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. This actually was the thing I was keeping under wraps. See, there's so much going on that I don't even know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm starting to turn into Charlie Day right now. Yeah. I'm like, look at all these things on the wall. Um, that was a little macho man there. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's Hulk Hogan. <laughs> I, fuck me. I don't know. Okay, no, no, leave me alone. I'm talking about my chemical romance. Um, hot topic. Hot topic in Hollywood had a secret event, and what it was, they had a display all set up with stuff, but there was black. Veils over everything. You couldn't see anything that was Hot on the wall. Hot topic with black veils. Right, I know. It's just wow. like oh, it was not a Disney Funko. What the hell? <laughs> um, but yeah, they had a whole section of the store completely blocked off. Yeah. You know, stuff was there, but you couldn't see it. There was black in front of it, and they handed out black gift boxes. Just saying, Hot Topic. That's all That's they said, cool. and uh, you were not uh, allowed to open it until they said go. Twelve o'clock or. Was it 12 or 1 o'clock in the afternoon? I can't remember. It was sometime in the afternoon. 2.45. Yeah, probably. Yeah. You know, um, It was a time in the afternoon just as they were making the announcement that they were returning after they had been teasing it all day. The Hot Topic event turned out to be the MCR, which is now being referred to as Return or Reunion. Um, all the new merch that they had created, all the signage. They put nice. down those blankets and there was MCR signs, new t-shirts, new jackets, everything else. And inside those gift boxes, you open it up, and it was a My Chemical Romance gift box, and inside was a was a free ticket to the show. Oh, fuck. You know, but it was like a very much like a Willy Wonka ticket. It was black with gold lettering and saying, you know, come one, come all. That's fucking cool. You know, it was really fucking rad and really pissed me off that I was no longer living in Los Angeles because if but, I had heard, I when I lived in L.A., I was 15 minutes from the Hot Topic. But also, Hollywood. too, like how we just had our little rant and everything about fans getting fucked over and yeah. everything like that. With that instance right there, you can tell that hot top probably made sure like no you're you got this box for a fucking reason yeah it's that and it, and it and the they tried as hard as they could to make it fan centric but of course everything is a business model art has very much become about business yeah so the companies that are fronting the money have to make more than what they put out because you have to turn a profit in order to make something justifiable yeah. so these things like the new merch already being available with the axs from everything is about making a dollar yeah. but at the end of the day we have to look at it as the fact that these these guys who we are fans of and who are fans of us and who the entire reason they started a band was to help people. Yeah. The band was started after Gerard Way witnessed 9-11. Yeah. You know, it was meant to, he was like, what am I doing with my life? And well, like it, you were talking about a little bit earlier in one of our multiple takes. Yeah. That my chemical romance started as kind of that help, that mental health yeah. help. Very much, you know, out there to save lives, out there to help people. So this band that we're a fan of, you know, they kind of had to fall into the business a little bit 
to get back out there and to be able to start helping people. And now they are back in some capacity. We don't know what, but it doesn't fucking matter. Because they're the important back. thing is that they're fucking back. Yeah. Exactly. And and, and, and it's, could it lead to new tours, new music, all new? It, it's like it's like emo all over again? Maybe. Maybe. We don't know. Could it lead to nothing? Maybe. We don't know. But for right now, in this little part of the universe, in this timeline in our lives, My Chemical Romance is fucking back. And for someone like me, who pretty much they are tied with Birthday Massacre to be my favorite band. I put Birthday Massacre over My Chemical Romance a little bit, but if you had to put a gun to my head and say, choose one, I'd say, fuck you, I can't. It's no. Birthday Massacre and My Chemical Romance. Watch, like, watch, your, watch your eyes. Right, yeah. <laughs> for me, it's, it's, it's this notion that the, this band who is integral, and I don't want to use the phrase, they saved my life, you know, because that's sort of a sort of a play out concept. They elevated you know? your life. They elevated my life. They very much influenced my life, especially Gerard. Like, I am very much drawn to Gerard Way as a person, as a, as a, as a theorist, as a philosopher. You know, on my Facebook page, one of my key, key photos that is there is a Gerard Way picture with a Gerard Way quote. Gerard Way is, is a very important person in my life. So for right now... In this little time in my life, I get fucking MCR, and I get it the way that I wanted it. So I don't... Should it, could it lead to something? Yes. Could it lead to something? No. I don't know, and I don't care. I don't it's care. just time to enjoy the moment. Yeah, and now, and, you know, and the people who enjoyed them when they were younger, you know, us emo kids, you know, in the emo scene, we're all adults now. We're all experiencing life a completely different way. But for this day... December 20th, people are going to the concert, get to be fucking 14 again, wearing their eyeliner. Right now, I'm wearing my eyeliner, my chemical romance shirt, you know, because we take pictures for the episode, so I wanted to be in, you know, in this. You know, but they get to wear their eyeliner, they get to wear their sleeves, they yeah. get to wear their, their hair and hairspray. They get to do, they get to be those people again. You know, so for adults, it's really kind of cool that now we have these people who are so important in our lives back then, giving us the opportunity to be 14, to be 16, to be 21 again, you know, whatever. And it's, it's a great thing because it was so unexpected and it was yeah. so out of left field. And we had all kind of given up, you know, the idea that we're going to have an MCR reunion probably wasn't going to happen. And then right as that was coming to the mentality of the fan base, they were like, oh, hey, hold our beer. We're back. We're back. You know, and that's so, the best way to say it too. Yeah, it's 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 really it's really a great opportunity, and and I was very 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 lucky to get one of the tickets, yeah. the John Mission tickets. Yeah, and as soon as you said like one fifty, I was like, I'll enjoy the TV special. And that's the rumor too that they're gonna stream the concert, like they're gonna do it live on YouTube or or play it on Netflix or Amazon Prime. You know, what? there's rumor that they're gonna play the concert live. So you're gonna get to see the reunion show, and some of us get to experience it in in live. Hey, fuck and, it, I can FaceTime with you. Yeah, <laughs> and that's I mean, and that's something else too. You know, I'm, I'm very involved in the My Chemical Romance subreddit on Reddit.com. I, you know, I made a post that, like, I felt lucky to get a ticket. I said, and I am not taking this opportunity lightly. I will be going in full three cheers for Sweet Revenge costume. I will be taking lots of pictures. And to be nice and fair to the next people, if there is a tour coming up, the next tour stop in LA, I'm not going. I'm not going to take that ticket away from somebody who got, who didn't get to go to the reunion. Yeah. You go. You take my spot. I got to see the reunion. Go have a blast, kid. You yeah. know, it's like giving your your last quarter at an arcade away to a kid well, to play something else. Like we touched upon before, and I'm not going to go full full depth into the story. Yeah. I had that same thing with my meeting with Kevin Smith at LA Comic Con. A lot yeah. of people were like, "Are you going to go to the handprint ceremony and everything?" It's like, no, I had my moment. Yeah, you it, get you get your moment and you embrace your moment. And 
it's one of those things that instead of trying to make as many moments happen in your life somewhat half-assedly, yeah. make small moments bigger. Exactly. There's those people that are lucky enough to have multiple moments yeah. and and have it almost handed to them on a silver platter. Like with my mom with Kevin Smith and now right now with the My Chemical Romance one, yeah. we're taking that silver platter and we're going to sit down and go, you know what? I'm going to enjoy this. We're going to eat off that platter for the rest of our lives. Yeah. You know? and, and then when it's time to hand that, that plate off to somebody else, yeah. we're going to make sure that plate is clean and ready for them to have, their own have that moment and enjoy yeah. every second of it. Yeah, I am not taking this opportunity for granted. And I, and I know, and I'm definitely saying this with 100% confidence, my life is going to change on December 20th. You know, I'm going to experience, it's, it's going to be such a cathartic feeling for me because not to get uh, too deep into it because we've already been talking for a really long time. Yeah. For the longest time, I wasn't, I mean, you guys have seen pictures of me on the show. You guys have seen me at cons and everything. You know, I'm very much in the goth emo kind of peculiar scene. Like I dress kind of weird. I wear makeup, you know, my ears are gauged, all that stuff. Um, for the longest time, I wasn't allowed to dress that way. I wasn't allowed to be who I was. I wasn't allowed to express who I am. I wasn't allowed to do all this. And my escape with stuff like that was music. You know, I was allowed to listen to this music, but I was it was very self-contained to just my universe. Now that that whole thing is gone and I am who I am now and I'm very much comfortable in my own skin now, to get to go and experience that with who I am now, it's going to be one of the most cathartic fucking... Like, I'm going to fucking cry. I swear no, to God, I know I will. You know, especially if they play Helena. You know, if they mm. play Helena or Skylines and Turnstiles, I'm fucked. I'm emotional. Yeah. You know, but it's really, it's really kind of cool that I'm going to get this opportunity to experience this really life-changing event. And I'm very happy for the people who get to go too. And I'm crossing my fingers, crossing my toes, and I'll cross a dick with somebody. I don't give a shit. Um, that they do do a tour so that all of you guys who didn't get to go to the reunion can go experience this because a very important figure in our in our emotional lives is back and that's a really great opportunity and that's where i'm gonna leave that well because i don't know any other place to take it yeah. because I, i'm kind of hoping for a tour because I, i've seen their live performance footage and yeah. everything and they are an amazing show they're one of the best live bands that's ever that's so ever as as you stated that you won't go to the next one because you don't want to take it away hopefully it's me going yeah i'll, <laughs> I'll give away my spot so you can go you want to pay for me <laughs> yeah, I'll let you think about that. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll get back to me on that. I'll start. One. A, I'll start a Kickstarter for your seventy-six dollar ticket. <laughs> yes, thank you. So uh, yeah. with the, all that, yeah. With all that being said, you know, uh, keep an eye on the website when major announcements happen because I will do a full, complete kind of write-up and what we know, what we don't know, um, basically a text version of the show. Um, but you know, we're we're kind of coming into a really cool kind of pinnacle emo time you know it, emo's back a little yeah. bit you know and so i'm i'm fucking happy i am so fucking happy that i have this opportunity and i i just i cannot wait to experience it with people yeah and we got a little bit of time leading into that so as like you said when things get announced and everything like that check out the site yeah check out the episodes here we need to do a quickie so doug can bust out his white pants again and be like look at me yeah <laughs> I, can, I can just talk about the, the experience I and mean, that's honestly what this is all about and from the top of the episode to where we're talking about mental health and everything find that niche find that moment and thing where you can sit there and be like this where it's 
you can shut off the world and be like, oh, fucking name my chemical romances. Yeah, dude, just find, you know, the world is such a big place, but, you know, you can make it smaller. Just find your little world. Create your own little universe and fucking live there. Nothing better yeah. to top that one. So yeah. this has been Josh. This has been Doug. See you next time. Enjoy it. Never let him take you alive. That's one of my favorite Gerard movies. <laughs>